All right. A very good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, everyone. It's a pleasure to have you all today in this webinar. Here, we are going to talk about our basic food, food for survival, yet the food that has a lot of Audio sentimental book. values. Yes, let's. It's about the humble flatbread, flatbread that is known by many names in different regions. Uh, before we start, uh, let me tell you a joke uh, on flatbread. Are you all up for it? Okay, let's start. What did the cook say after he finished putting smoked chicken and avocado into a soft flatbread? You can put your answer in the chat box. Let's see. Okay, any guesses? Okay, and the answer is, that's a wrap. All right. Flatbread, that is called roti, chapati, fulka, paratha in India, or baladi, shami, pita in Egypt, shangak, taftun, barbari, lavash in Iran, and kibbutz in Jordan, or bazlama, pita, and yufta in Turkey. In addition to the local consumption, flatbread reached outside the border with frozen formats, and there's an increasing trend in the industrial production as well. Today, I'm accompanied by my colleague Hashim from the city of World's Desire, that Tanbul, and both of us are going to take you through this session along with our two very from the industry. Uh, we are glad to have Chef Vivek Sagar from India and Mr. Salib Makhul from Middle East. And I have the pleasure to introduce Chef Vivek Sagar. Chef Vivek, who hails from Delhi, studied hotel management from Institute of Hotel Management, Ahmedabad, has an illustrious career spanning 33 years in hospitality industry. Currently, Chef Vivek is secretary of Indian Culinary Forum, an association of professional chefs and currently working with tourism and hospitality skill council under ministry of skill development and entrepreneurship he heads the skill competitions and industry connect where he is responsible for selecting competitors and representing india in world skill competition that is held once in two years this competition is known as olympics of skill Hashim, may I invite you to introduce Mr. Salim Mahul? Over to you, uh, Hashim. Twenty-five years uh, of experience in the floor and milling industry, and uh, Salim has been part of various business lines ranging from from milling engineering lab and quality control to advanced baking and enzymatic flour treatment in Germany, Switzerland, Italy, and the United States. In 1997, he joined Crown Flour Mills, one of the most modern and competitive mills in the Middle East, in the capacity of technical and development manager to lead Crown Bake, which is the innovative arm of Crown Flour Mill. Salim oversees the research and development division, uh, the bread improvers and premixes unit the engineering and re-engineering processes, as well as the international market handling. His efforts revolve around eliminating additives from mixes to provide healthy, clean-labeled products. Over to you, Sujitra. Thank you, Hashim, for the introduction. Uh, welcome, Chef Vivek and uh, Mr. Shalip. Um, to start with, uh, a note to the participants, we will take you through what we have today and uh, present you. Uh, whatever queries you may have, you can ask during the Q&A session at the end of this webinar. Well, uh, in the last two decades, flatbread has also gone through many transformation. But there's one thing that hasn't changed in this favorite bread is the consumer expectation. Know that 70% of the world's flatbread is consumed in Middle East, North Africa, and in Indian subcontinent. That roughly uh, translates to about 2 billion people consuming flatbread every day. 
despite the changing trends of lifestyle and food consumption, flatbread still will remain the main bread in the coming years with a CAGR of forecast of around 4% between 2023 and 2027. At Novozymes, we have been investigating flatbread world for many years now. Over these years, we have been running various research studies to understand the expectations, pain points of consumers and manufacturers. Regardless of their geographies, we see a common pattern across consumers when it comes to factors to purchase, uh, to uh, factors for their purchases decisions and expectations from the flatbread. So what do consumers prefer in flatbread? Some of the common expectations from the consumers are freshness, softness, easy to tear in three fingers without much effort, and overall taste of the product without causing any dryness. We will briefly talk about these as one of the key focus area for manufacturer is to meet these expectations. Moving ahead with you, sir, Hashim. Yeah, thank you, Sujitra. Today, many flat, many flat bread producers face some challenges. Sometimes it could be because of unexpected flour quality, lack of equipment capability, and sometimes climatic impact, process factors, logistics, return rates of the bread, retail market competition, etc. There are also quality issues for flat bread, like fast selling, dryness, unproper shape, or shrinkage. So here, I would like to invite Mr. Salim to talk about how he sees when he faced these concerns raised by flatbread manufacturer. Yes, Mr. Salim, over to yeah. you. Good, mo good morning, Gold. Uh, first of all, we have to look first at flower quality and the viscoelastic property of the dough, such as the gluten, alveograph, you can see the W, and P over L as well. The behavior of the dough and the production processes as well, because the dough is always in motion to enter the oven. We have to create a balance very important between the extensibility of the dough, the weight of the dough, and the thickness of the dough to obtain a uniform crumb texture and double packets. Dryness of the dough and in the bread it impacted dramatically by the temperature and relative humidity in the factory during dough processing and the bread cooling prior to packaging. The quality of the bags and the stacking of bread are very important during transportation to the markets. Whereas for the return products, we have big amount of return. This is a problem of shelf life and bad GMP in the bakeries. Hashim? Thank you for your insight, Salim. So over to you, Sujitra. Yeah, uh, thank you, Hashim. Uh, Chef Vivek, you have been working with consumers in food service segment for over 33 years. How do you describe these points raised here? The world of Indian breads is uh, vast and encompassing uh, the use of wide range of grains, leavening techniques, flavor profiles, additives, and much more. The points raised here are like uh, hitting uh, bull's eye. Uh, the food production uh, segment has been facing these issues for a long time and has been looking uh, and trying to find solutions. There has been uh, no permanent or adequate uh, solutions so far. The bakery business has grown phenomenally in the last one decade and all. Bakers need to find uh, alternatives which will give us a superior product and no preservatives being used. Thank you so much. When we speak to flatbread manufacturers across regions, few common points come out in the challenge and the challenges they face or the characteristics they wish to have in the raw material or in the final product for better processability or to provide a better quality product. In this webinar, we will cover most of the challenges we have come across after interacting with both manufacturers as well as consumer. 
In this webinar, for the first time, Novozyme discloses its flat bread toolbox, the toolbox that offers one-stop solution for the specific needs for the flour miller or flat bread manufacturers in industrial setup or in hotel restaurant setup. And this solution is purely through biological solutions using enzymes. And now we introduce you to Novozyme's flatbread toolbox. Here, we will talk about how this toolbox can help you from dose stage till final stage of bread preparation and how, to, how it can bring immense value for producers in uplifting the consumer's eating experience. What do you think, Hashim? Let's get started with what we have in store for our participants today and hope post the session you all become big fan of flatbread and as well as Novozyme's solutions. Over to you, Hashim. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, Sujitra. So uh, why don't we get started with first low phase, then gradually we move to the final product quality. Sounds great. Then let's start with dough extensibility. So what does it mean? Actually, it is the ability of the dough to stretch without springing back. A right amount of extensibility is always required to get right shape and better machinability as well as reduced wastage. Flatbread dough in Middle East is mixed in fork mixers, fork mixers or spiral mixers, but compared to volume bread production, it has relatively less mixing time because after mixing, a long bulk fermentation is in place, then the dough moves to sheeting stage where the dough extensibility is crucial for a best round shape. So you may ask, what are the challenges here? Flour quality fluctuation is one of the key challenge for the flatbread producers. The quality fluctuation can be related with protein level, polling number, gluten index, PLW value, energy level, etc and reflectively due to the wheat quality. Using of high elasticity value floor is one of the reason for two main quality issue, shaping and long lasting bread texture. Novozymes has many solutions to address elasticity and one such solution is Panzea BG. Panzea BG, which is a bacterial xylenase, can break down that elasticity and help you to optimize dough rheology. When the dough is cut, Panzea helps to, to provide better shape and smooth edges. This is due to breakdown of non-starch polysaccharide, which is resulting in better gluten network development and give relaxation effect to the dough. Sujitra, could you provide the audience with some examples of how uh, extensibility can be useful when making Indian flatbread? Yes, of course, we have a video that we can show to our audience in our next slide. Well, in this video, you can see that the efforts in the first one that one requires is much more. And it tears off a few times of trying to shade it. At the same time, when we sheet the dough with an enzyme, the effort that's required is much less, almost 50%. And it might get the similar or even better extensibility. So, uh, Chef Vivek. Could you let us know how this change dough property can help manufacturers and in what kind of bread do you think we can add value through this? 
रेस्टिंग uh do you also see a similar application in middle east hashim well actually it is a bit different in middle east as it is mainly produced by automatic lines uh, which contain specific sheeting part to extend the dough pieces like 26 to 300 uh, 26 to 30 cm diameter but it is for sure crucial to have proper extensibility to get thin layers bread in order to avoid shrinkage One of the main challenge in dough making phase is water holding capacity and and the stickiness. So, what is the solution? Actually, we are able to handle these two issues by using one enzyme which is glucose oxidase, where we improve the gluten network and having drier dough after mixing. It is well known that water holding capacity is one of the key profit element for the producers. using glucose oxidase enzyme can help you to add 1 to 2% more water without compromising the dough quality or mitigate the stickiness of the dough to make it more machinable as an example you can see the farinograph result addition of 20 ppm gulizyme fortis which is novozymes glucose oxidase solution allows us to add almost 2% more water Another example on the benefits of glucosine fortis making the sticky dough less sticky and manageable as shown in the picture this could help to minimize potential sticking troubles on the conveyor belts of of the production lines and its cylinders especially in summer time so how it is relevant for indian market sujitra Uh, any kind of increase in water absorption uh, is what the manufacturers are looking for to increase yield this will not only help in increasing yield but also reduce losses uh, that might occur in the production floor as pointed out by you due to sticky dough we could see that different enzymes bring different element of improvement in dough rheology uh, one by providing better extensibility and the other one by uh, increasing the water absorption and dough strengthening so what are the other benefits you think enzymes can bring hashim here we would like to mention about a different enzyme segment that brings great value the value is appealing appearance and recipe optimization so we know that sugar is used in flat bread recipe recipes to improve the taste and color however what if you have an enzymatic solution to get these technological impacts for the same bread quality but less cost crust colorization is another challenge for flat bread producers sometimes the producers do do some extra efforts to get the expected bread color by optimizing recipe like addition of more sugar or baking longer or baking at higher temperature Here OptiveLS is one of the newest innovation of Novozymes that allows us to reduce or remove sugar from the flatbread recipes without compromising the overall bread quality. Gold crust is glucoamylase and this enzyme improves the crust color with no impact on the dough rheology. However, 
Gold crust affects only final product cross color, despite we improve both taste and color with Optiva LS. How about that challenge in India, Sujitra? I couldn't find the right yeast to make Indian flatbread. Okay, probably it's a non-starter. <laughs> Is this right, true? Hashim? Yeah, I could also relate our, uh, you know, the color development to reduce baking time, especially in pizzas. In India, pizzas are getting very popular, mainly as takeaway uh, or in delivery outlets. There's a lot of demand for such pizzas and the biggest bottleneck uh, is the oven. Reduced baking time will not only ease up the baking bottleneck, but it can also save a lot of energy. So far, we have talked about how enzymes can enhance dough property, baking profile enhancing appearance and raw material optimization. In our next segment, we will discuss on softness of the final bread, softness in the initial few minutes or few hours of baking to extended softness when the bread is consumed after a few days of baking. Chef Vivek, what are the biggest challenges in Horeca segment? Uh, people might be wondering what is Horeca? It's hotel, restaurant and cafe in short form. So this segment, uh, do you encounter uh, producing and consuming flatbreads? What are the challenges? Staining of bread is, yeah. So uh, Horeca segment definitely uh, faces this uh, challenge of fast scaling of bread. Uh, is an area where flatbread producers struggle to maintain softness. Bread staling uh, refers to the loss of freshness and uh, texture that uh, occurs over time. It can be uh, accelerated by factors like exposure to air, temperature fluctuations, or improper storage. Several approaches can help mitigate this uh, issue such as uh, using additives like emulsifiers or enzymes to improve shelf life, thereby enhancing dough hydration or uh, employing the packaging methods that minimize uh, moisture loss. Thank you, Chef. So for the participants, we have a video that demonstrates how some of these challenges can be addressed. At the same time in the second video, similarly for 10 minutes, how easy or difficult you could see with or without enzymes. So the first one where no enzymes has been added was really tough to break, and but it did eventually. But the impact of the toughness was really can translate into the eating quality, the, the chewy or rubbery texture. And this is just one of the examples that we have. In another example is we took layered flatbreads like lachha paratha or South Indian parathas. Here the dough is sheeted, coiled and then rolled. The amount of time and oil required to make the dough ready for sheeting and better in the final eating quality is very high. These are the products needs expert hands and are mainly consumed in restaurants or made industrially. As you can see in this slide, in both type of flatbreads, the enzyme like Sensia IFPPG or Panzia have improved all the major sensory characteristics most valued by the consumers. And for manufacturers, it's not only quality improvement, it also optimizing raw material costs like oil and also increasing throughput where the resting or fermentation time is the bot biggest bottleneck. So this is purely from the initial softness point of view when it's been made and served on the table immediately. 
The next example I can pull out is another very popular Indian flatbread like tandoori naan and tandoori roti. So when these products are fresh out of the clay oven, which is a tandoor, and serve, it's great. Few minutes delay can lead to rejections or very unpleasant eating experience. This leads to a lot of wastages. With some of Novozyme solutions like again Sensia IFP PG, Van Lipopan Prime, restaurant owners can cater or caterers can not only save by reducing the wastage in terms of rejection, but also provide better tasting products. Chef Vivek, how do you see these changes that enzyme can add value to Horeca segment? You see, the use of enzymes can add value to Indian breads in several ways. One, customization of texture and characteristics. Second, consistency and uh, product optimization. And third, clean label and uh, natural solutions. It is important to note that specific challenges and their solutions can vary depending on the type of goods being baked and the specific processes employed by individual food service establishment. Like for example, in tandoor type product, you require lighter and fluffier product. You know, from the above examples, we could see that enzymes are able to enhance some of these critical parameters appreciated by the consumers. It's important to note that the usage of enzymes should be properly evaluated and the specific uh, enzyme types, dosage and process parameters should be optimized for each Indian bread recipe and production method. Consulting with bakery experts or enzyme suppliers can uh, provide valuable guidance in uh, utilizing these enzymes effectively to add uh, more value to Indian breads while maintaining flavors. I think it is also important to note that the use of enzymes should comply with local regulations and labeling requirements. Thank you, Chef. Well, uh, we spoke quite a lot about flatbread that are consumed immediately straight out of the oven. Hashim, how about breads that can be stored for more than one day and consume over a period of time? Well, uh, when we look at Middle East flatbread market, the shelf life of the product varies between two and five days mostly. There are some facts on that for sure, like climate, flower quality, consumption habits, production method or regulations, etc. In this chapter, we would like to talk a little bit about freshness. Freshness sometimes has different meaning and understanding. Actually, in our terminology, when we say freshness, we consider more keeping the fresh product properties starting at day two till end of the end of shelf life. In Middle East market, according to our observations, flatbread made by refined uh, fl uh, white flour mainly, but there are some productions for artisanal types of flatbread as well, like oat, rye or barley made. Majority of the bread is sold on daily basis, but due to the logistic operations, the producers need to improve their product quality, at least for day one or day two. So the need is actually softness. Softness is commonly used parameter of the bread quality we use for day zero and day two. In the slide, you can see how, the, how an enzymatic solution impact bread rollability coming from improved softness characteristic. Sensia BG, a lipase-based enzyme, is used for that purpose. Some producers require longer shelf life solution, which, which will work for three to five days. Sensia Flat Prime G is a maltogenic amylase solution used for that purpose, which keeps the crumb structure moist and improve the rollability. So we have one video about that. And let's have a look at it. Sure.
this is reference without enzyme and this one with sansafilet prime yes over That's to you Suchitra interesting. yeah thank you that's very interesting hashim and you have covered clearly on the value sensia flat prime brings in whether it's day one or day seven we have seen enzyme brings superior eating quality in flatbreads available in retail space as well for example in this slide some of the flatbread available in retail store in India and made industrially are very popular, which is a South Indian parota. With enzymes taking care of the softness, it can bring down a lot of return that would happen due to eating quality deterioration over a period of time. And here, uh, the, the, the product has been packed and kept for day one as well as till day seven it was evaluated. You can see that the, the characteristics like color and aromas are retained, whereas the most important characteristics like chewiness, taste, terribility, crispiness, where you require a crispy crust but the soft uh, inside. Well, uh, with this, uh, I, can, I have another example. This is mainly from uh, the most popular Indian flatbread naan. Today, naans are not only eaten in restaurants and cafes, it's also been exported in retort or in the frozen format. So as you can see here, the sensorial attributes uh, shown in the spider web graph, the most important parameters in the flat plate preferred by the consumer is the softness, chewiness, terribility, and then overall taste of the product. This is enhanced while retaining the characteristics like color, aroma. We choose to take these examples as today a lot of naan and parathas are being exported in frozen conditions. Through frozen, though the frozen conditions take care of the shelf life from the microbial spoilage point of view, but the enzyme can complement uh, by enhancing the sensorial, by uh, you know enhancing the sensorial attributes as well. We spoke about dough properties color, recipe optimization, and what we have, uh, I don't know if the audience remember the entire value that we are bringing in here. So Hashim, uh, why don't we just make it easy for them to remember? Yes, sure. Well, Indian and Middle East types of flatbread have different dynamics and quality parameters, but they have the same substrate composition which is naturally present in the floor. This is why all the mentioned solution can be used together for combo effects. When you think about immediate softness, we offer you Sensei IFP or IFPP. And for instance, you can combine these solutions with Panzea BG for having additionally better machinability and Lipopan Prime or Bun for better texture. If you look for one to two days quality improvement, then we offer Sensei BG. And for extended freshness expectation, Sensei Flat Prime that we are offering. Sensei is a lipase-based solution and Sensei Flat Prime is maltogenic amylase-based freshness solution. These two different class enzymes can be also combined to get extra synergy. Here, I would like to invite Mr. Salim to hear about his experience with enzymes. Mr. Salim, over yeah. to you. <clears throat> okay, thank you. As we mentioned before, that the viscoelastic properties of the dough is an essential for the bread quality. Therefore, I recommend strongly uh, to add some salinases such as panzia. It depends on the extensibility between 15 and 30 ppm and uh, you have to put at least 20 ppm glucosamine mono to keep strengthen the dough in motions and to overcome the stress of high temperature during processes and to keep the shelf life of course you have to add 300 ppm sensia flat prime uh, to keep excellent excellent folding and tearing properties after five days shelf life 
and it should be aligned in a good environment during cooling and packaging. Here may be one important note. The Cynthia Flat Prime could overcome this tailing zone problem during, a transport, during chill transportation of plat bread because the speed of staling is accelerated in a bread in a temperature below 18 Celsius. Hashem? Yeah, thank you for your valuable notes, Mr. Salim. Over to you, Suchitra. Yeah. So if we combine all the solutions developed by Novozymes for Middle East and Indian subcontinent, I would say the solutions can cater to all types of flatbread with different consumption time frame, whether it's consumed fresh or after a few days of storage, storage in ambient or refrigerated or in frozen conditions. In Middle East, as we know, there are different types of flatbread which have different recipes and process. Color, water holding capacity, initial softness, dough extensibility are some of the big challenges. So to address the specific needs, like we listed some of them in the slide, you can select the proper enzymatic solutions. It is not only that, Hashim, uh, that enzyme, I can also see that enzymes uh, tick all the boxes when it comes to chemical-free natural product. Enzymes are considered as processing aid, both by codex as well as by FSSI. And there is no limitation on the quantity of enzyme used if they are produced under GMP. And to for the Indian participants, I can say that under FSSI, it's approved under food code section 7.0, bakery wares. While other common solutions like emulsifiers and hydrocolloids may not tick all the boxes that is desired by consumers. By the way, Hashim, our audience might be curious to know how difficult or easy it is to use enzyme in the production of flatbread. Passing the baton to you. Well, actually, it is so simple to use enzyme solution for the production. The enzymes are added during mixing stage where you mix all the other ingredients. Just as a recommendation, we add water first to the mixer, then enzymes on top of the water to make sure all the enzymes particles inside the dough system because dry, dry mixing can cause some loss on the amount of enzymes dosed. After dosing the enzymes, we continue to the regular process steps. However, on the other hand, for the better efficiency of the mentioned solutions, it is highly important that we must follow up some critical process parameters carefully. Maybe Mr. Salem, maybe Mr. Salem, um, you can add a couple of comments or recommendation about whole flatbread process. Yeah, uh, Hashim, a basic recipe flour could be, uh, for example, flour 100%, sugar 4%, salt 0.5%, dry yeast 1%, and, wort and water 55% according to flour quality. And with the enzymatic solution implementation, a full solution could be Panzia 30 ppm, Sensia flat prime 300 ppm, and Glozymono 20 ppm. Process parameters are crucial to unlock the full potential of the enzymes. For instance, you have to check the relative humidity and the temperature in the room of the fermentation cabinet. For example, 75 Celsius and less than 80% relative humidity are ideally. In case we have low relative humidity in the air, you have to close all the windows in the fermentation cabinet to overcome the hygroscopic effect between the relative humidity in the air and the dough inside the fermentation cabinet. Also better to have a fork mixer with two speeds and to keep the dough cold below 26 Celsius. Bulk fermentation minimum 30 minutes and cover it with plastic bags. This time is essential to relax the gluten and give time for the enzy enzymes to work. Cutting and forming as per the requirement and don't forget the balance between the dose thickness, the diameter, and the weight of the dough to obtain a fine crumb. During pressing the dough, we have to see 
good structure of dough to overcome the mechanical stress. Before baking and entering the oven, checking the dough is also important just before the bakery oven. You have to feel a little bit moisture in dough, then you know you have a good quality dough. And it means that you don't have any uh, water go outside the dough, inside the relative air humidity in the rooms. Baking time of the oven is between 6 and 8 seconds with a temperature more than 450 Celsius. If you look at the oven, uh, you have to see that the double packets of Lebanese bread are created just in the center of the oven. If not, you have to adjust again the speed of the conveyor and the temperature of the oven to make the packeting happen inside the oven. Hashem? Yeah, uh, Mr. Salim, thank you very much for your reflection. So, uh, to sum up all the solution, we have spoken so far enzymes can bring immense benefit to flour millers catering to flatbread products, flatbread manufacturers, and giving them the flexibility to choose the right solution for the problem in hand. The enzymes are approved by all laboratory bodies around the world, and they are label friendly. Enzymes are also cost-effective solutions, and Novozymes ensure superior quality with consistent product supply, and they are very easy to use. So we spoke a lot on enzymes and how it can benefit in flatbread segment. It's also important to let our audience uh, know what enzymes are, in case they are not familiar with. Enzymes are more sustainable alternative to chemicals. They can replace chemicals and enzymes are specific, fast, natural, and catalytic. The enzymes and substrate fit together like a key in a lock and only substrate with the right shape will be transformed by the enzyme. This is what makes enzymes specific in direction. Over to you, Sujitra. Thank you, Hashim. I think that was pretty. Uh, we have been talking for a long time. Um, and if you wish to have more information to the audience, please write to us. Uh, and the contact details would be provided to you. Um, and uh, now we come to the most interesting part where we take up some of the questions from the audience and uh, answer them in when it comes to Indian flatbread and uh, the biological solutions. So let me check if we have any questions. One moment. Okay. Um, all right. Uh, There's one question. What enzyme makes bread soft and give volume with uniform texture without blow holes as it is in local bakery without enzyme? I think this is mainly from the the sandwich bread i guess so maybe we can skip this is that okay um one more question uh, can we use this solution for any type of flat bread do these enzymes also have the impact on molding and how to understand if my flour is suitable for flatbread production? Anyone would like to take this? Yes. Uh, Maybe I can, I Mr. Can. Salim. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yes, of course, we can uh, use uh, this solution for all types of flatbread uh, because, as you know, uh, flatbread, more or less, they have all the same crumb between, let's say, Lebanese bread or Indian types of bread. Uh, regarding uh, second one, the molding, no, it doesn't have any impact on dough molding because as you know, this is uh, 
pure maltogenic amylase and with, and with, it will not impact the thickness on, on the dough. And in your treatment, you have as well a, a glozyme mono to, to help you. Uh, if you have any thickness, it can make somehow the dough dry a little bit to make it more machinable. Uh, the third one, uh, yes, uh, what about flat? Uh, third one is a question about uh, is, uh, what are the flowers that is suitable for flat bread, no? Uh, the answer, yeah. uh, normally when we mentioned flat bread, uh, we have to look at uh, at three, uh, I mean, at three pillars. The first one, um, how much do you want to make the dough extensible? And how much is the weight? And how much the extensibility? We have to look at uh, those three pillars. And normally, uh, uh, to make this the story short, uh, better to look always at P over L between 0.8 and 1.2 for, uh, for, this is for alveograph, Chopin. Uh, yeah, that's it. Any question? Right. And just oh. just one addition from my side uh, on the on the on the question about fresh keeping. Uh, sometimes it's mixed up by the uh, by the customer. So as enzymes, we produce enzymes, and when we say fresh keeping, we are meaning that softness, moistness, resilience of the bread characteristic. Uh, but it is it doesn't mean that the molding so so we are not protecting the bread uh, uh, from the mold so for the for the as a preservative we can use uh, calcium propionate in case of need just just a note on that right um, there's one question from the audience what about the impact of sensia on tortilla or wraps for six to nine months of shelf life uh, maybe I can take this up, uh, though tortilla is not part of our, uh, you know, Middle East, uh, North Africa and India. But this, I could see that there's a lot of exporters from these countries, uh, you know, to Europe and US. Um, what I can say is that um, the benefits that enzyme brings in universal based on your requirement, how many months of shelf life you require in I mean, the softness needs to be maintained. What are the composition of uh, the the product? That is, the raw material use are extremely important. Novozyme has solutions for tortilla as well. And if you like to know more, you can write to and we can get back to you with what all enzymes you can use for tortilla, which is uh, stored for six to nine months, either in ambient or in frozen conditions. Okay, there's one um, from audience. Hello, what about high fiber Arabic bread? Yes. What? What's the question? What about high? I mean, uh... it's maybe I, I'm I mean I'm hoping it's uh, with softness as well. Uh, so whether high fiber and enzyme will have any impact on the softness of Arabic bread? Yeah. Uh, sure, all the enzymes uh, works on the normal flat bread. It's, it works on Lebanese uh, high fiber bread, and uh, as we mentioned, panzia uh, uh, is xRNAs, and it works on fibers that are uh, contained of non-starch polysaccharide, and this is it can give you also some somehow. Uh, uh, dryness because normally we put fiber we have some stickiness in, inside and also it, it enhances as well as water, water absorption and of course when we go fibers bread we have to uh, overdose the glucose oxidase uh, from 20 ppm to 40 ppm because uh, fibers it give you more and more extensibility so yes you can you can do it Right. Uh, there's one question. Um, I'll just quickly take it. How to keep RTE ready to eat chapati fresh? A risk loss of moisture for 18 to 20 is a huge challenge for us. Please help resolve this. Say, please reach out to our uh, 
you know people in novozymes you will get the uh, the contacts and we will we will get in touch with you and help you in resolving this uh, issue uh, hashim there is one audience about regulatory approval of these enzymes though we we touched upon in one of our slides but do you want to elaborate little more on that how is it is yeah, actually, in uh, middle east yeah yeah, actually, we had covered this this question during our presentation, and uh, all uh, enzymes are approved by the regulatory bodies, as we mentioned before, and uh, it is considered as uh, processing aids, and uh, that's why uh, most of time there is no need to uh, to to put the uh, to put the enzyme's name on the labels, so because it is considered as processing aids. So, but better once again to check uh, with your uh, uh, regulatory authorities because uh, time to time they are making some updates on the on the regulations. So before before your actions, uh, I would recommend once again to check. But overall, it is uh, uh, we have we have more flexibility to use it. Right. Thank you. In our region. Uh, Chef Vivek. Uh, in Morika's segment, after uh, you know going through this entire presentation and seeing what enzymes can bring, uh, how do you think Horeca segment benefit from from this or take advantage of this solution? You see, the development of these new technologies uh, help us to understand uh, the influence of flour characteristics, ingredients, and great production process that has been uh, essential to improve and uh, maintain the quality characteristics of flat grades. These uh, solutions, you know, this, this sort of a webinar brings us uh, to solutions available currently in the market and how uh, uh, the segment can benefit out of this. Enzymes uh, specifically formulated for uh, Indian Horeca market uh, can significantly help uh, reduce the time and effort required uh, in the entire process and resulting in uh, better quality products. These uh, enzymes uh, possess unique, property that, uh, unique properties that enhance the dough handling process and improve the overall uh, efficiency of the production line. Right, yeah. Um, great. Um, I could see a little bit of, you know, impact on sustainability and reducing food wastage uh, in, in this segment as well. Yeah. Uh, there's one question on uh, how these enzyme bring changes in the uh, product, uh, bring uh, the softness and other characteristics that we are looking for. Maybe I can take this up. Um, as we mentioned, enzymes are biological catalysts and they are very specific uh, in the way they do the reaction. They reduce the activation energy. So uh, if we have a say raw material flour, wheat flour, then we see what ends that has a substrate in wheat flour. It has, it has protein, it has some non-starch polysaccharides and it has also lipid, which is fat. So we choose the enzymes which will work on these components and bring changes. Those are positive in the final product. Mm -hmm. And we also see that uh, there are no major changes that a processor has to do to include enzymes. That means we can choose enzyme that can work at a low temperature, ambient temperature or at high temperature, depending on the process conditions. So for say, for example, if it's a softness, we uh, we do the understanding of the substrate and the science, what brings softness to the uh, the product. It is you also know, know the, um, you know, the soft wheat or, or the combination of damaged starch, the gluten, the quality of gluten and how the starch is distributed. We modify that with enzymes like a multigenic enzyme can 
bring more maltose and smaller uh, oligosaccharides so that they have a better water holding capacity. Now, having said that, not all maltogenic amylase available in the market will do the job. So we invest in this R&D to find out the right maltogenic enzyme that fit for the Middle East, Indian or North African kind of flatbreads. So that's where you could see that, uh, you know, it's not as easy as it's, it's uh, you know, it may sound. Uh, and similarly, when we talk about lipases, it again, a very specific lipase, which acts on some of the lipid components and bring the changes where it can also help in replacing some of the chemical compounds that's been used to uh, you know, either strengthen the dough or bring the emulsifying property of the dough. All can be done using enzymes. And as we mentioned, these are clean label. These are uh, cost effective. Uh, and uh, what you get is a healthier product at the end of the day. Well, um, one more question, if you can take regarding high fiber flatbread, what are the proposed solution to increase cohesiveness, rollability and pliability? Yeah, <clears throat> Anyone I will take, can that. take this up. I will take this. Uh, when we mentioned the high fiber flatbread, it means how much do you want to put fiber or let's say bran inside your, your flour. We have to take into consideration that we have in the fiber, we have dietary fiber and the crude fiber. The dietary fiber are bitter and normally I don't recommend to put it inside your bread. And we have the crude fiber that uh, are the fourth layer and the external of the kernel of the wheat. One, two. Uh, we mentioned about the solution. We have to increase the glucine mono for, you have to overdose it. Like if you put 20 ppm and normal flatbread, you have to go to 40 ppm. And if you look at the mixer, uh, you have to go with the first speed from, let's say, uh, six minutes to 15 minutes, just a slow speed. We need to give time for the fiber to hydrate well uh, and to make a correlation between the fiber and, and the flour. And uh, of course, we have to increase somehow water absorption to reach, it depends on the fiber addition, but minimum 60-62%. And uh, when you look at the mixer and you feel that the fiber and the dough are well correlated just go for two minutes fast speed in the spiral mixer just two minutes only okay and after go with the bulk fermentation for 30 to 40 minutes and uh, uh, process normally you will you will get a beautiful uh, fiber lebanese bread Thank you. Just maybe one maybe. one uh, comment. Uh, sorry, Sujitra. Just maybe one comment on the, uh, as Salim mentioned, uh, uh, adding more glu glucose oxidase compared to regular one. So here, uh, I think when we uh, dose the enzymes, we need to consider three facts, two facts actually. One is substrate composition in the recipe and then uh, the process parameters. It is because of uh, lack of uh, substrate composition that then we, we are adding more uh, enzymes because when we combine recipe with bran, glucose oxidase find relatively less amount of substrate, which is actually naturally present in the white floor. But when we add, when we add uh, bran, then in order to have the expected uh, product quality and to, to reach out our target, we need to dose a little bit more uh, considering the time, process and other parameters. Also time, temperature of the dough, temperature of the ambience uh, is important for enzymes to work because enzymes are specific for pH and 
and the temperature. So most of time, and then and, uh, and most of enzymes, I would say, activity increasing uh, with the with the increase of increasing the activity with the increase of the heat. So that, for instance, if we have a relatively higher ambience temperature, then we need to be careful on dosing. And if we have relatively longer process time, then we need to also consider that this fact to to make right dosing. So, as a principle, if we have short process time, we recommend to dose high. But if we have long process time, we recommend relatively uh, less dosing. Just a side note on that. Uh, Salim's uh, feedback uh, reminded to me. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Hashim. I'll just quickly take one question, which is on can we use enzymes in fried Indian breads like puri? Yes, please reach out to Novozymes and we can help you with the right solution. We are, it's done. What I can say is that please uh, scan this QR code. And if you like to hear anything from us, give us a feedback. We'll see what to include in our next webinar. Okay, so I will leave that for few seconds more. And I would like to thank you, all the participants for joining in. Hope you enjoyed this session and got a good understanding of what enzymes can do for the needs and challenges you have in your flatbread. And from the questions I could see there are plenty. Do reach out to us if you wish to know if you wish to know more uh, and uh, uh, wish you a very good day ahead. Uh, see you next time. Thank you. Bye bye. Thank you for your participation.